Hello again. Welcome to another episode of English Link. Mark here with Steve. Hi there. As nice to usual. be here. Yeah, we. Uh, oh, the sun is shining today, which is a bit of a uh, departure from the weather patterns we've had for the last couple weeks. Well, we've had very warm weather here. Uh, most of it wet. Yeah. Uh, which is not good because uh, we need uh, we need cooler weather and we need snow for the Winter Olympics. I think it's less of a problem uh, at uh, for the for the downhill events in mm -hmm, Whistler, mm -hmm. but for the local mountains where we're going to have the freestyle, I think mm -hmm. there's a real problem, or there could be. I think there could be. Like they, uh, we got a lot of snow before Christmas, but then since Christmas, I don't think we've had a lot. And then the last uh, ten days or two weeks, it's we've had this what they call the Pineapple Express, which is the weather system that comes in off the Pacific. Uh, like, I don't know dropped from Hawaii or wherever it comes from, uh, which brings a lot of warm rain and washed away a lot of the snow on the local mountains, for sure. You know, I went up there to have a look, because I go up there cross-country skiing, mm -hmm. and then I went and visited and, and chatted with some people, and uh, apparently they're stockpiling snow all over the mountain. They have been doing so for quite mm -hmm. a while, and then they cover this snow with a tarpaulin, mm -hmm. and the idea is that if you get a great mound of snow, mm -hmm. that that creates sort of a refrigerator effect. And, mm -hmm. of course, you cover it with something so that the water, the rain can't melt it. Mm -hmm. And so they claim that regardless of what happens with the weather, mm -hmm. they'll have enough snow for the freestyle events. Oh, I, I think that's the, that's the case. They've been yeah. stashing snow, they say, at the higher elevations. Well, plus, I mean, today, I, you look up the hill. I mean, the tops of the mountains, it snowed up there. Right. Even right. though it rained hard down here, it, it did snow up there. Right. And so, and they don't need that much snow for the freestyle events. No. I mean, the, no, nothing there is a very long. The runs aren't that long. No. They, they have the moguls competition, and then the, like the half the, pipe the, or whatever the, it's called. And the, well, that's the half pipe. Pipe is that? I yeah, I guess that's I a know. snowboard. Uh, yeah, event, I don't right? know what all those things. Are. <laughs> and then they have the uh, whatever they call the aerial uh, yeah, aerial. aerials. Yeah. That doesn't need much no. uh, snow either. So, I, I mean, I don't think it'll be a problem. It'll no. just be too bad because most of the time there's there's plenty of snow up there, so it just won't seem very well, wintry well, if they right. don't It'd have a lot of snow. Pretty bad, too, if everybody's standing out, around in the rain watching uh, Winter Olympics yeah, uh, events. But, uh, I mean, the whole Olympics, I must say, though, you know, I was just thinking about this. this uh, you know, the Olympics is so commercial. Mm -hmm. It's so commercial. I mean, uh, I think... Uh, They've got a, a lock on the use of the name Olympic. Mm -hmm. So some local Greek guy <laughs> who had a pizza parlor called Olympic Pizza had to change the name of his pizza. This, that's true, isn't it? Something like Something that. like that. I, I, I know mean, that's just see. ridiculous. It's so commercial. Yeah. It's so commercial. And it's interesting because they have lots of volunteers. Mm -hmm. But it, it's a big money business. I know. Big money. Anyway. Yeah. Kind of too bad, but I guess it's unavoidable. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I. Uh, I mean, it's maybe not a business. They're not trying to make money at it. But the athletes make a lot of money. Oh, the athletes do well, yeah, for and sure. And obviously, the sponsors feel that it's in their commercial interest to be sponsoring, right? And they sponsor on television, and they mm -hmm. sponsor their uh, beer hall. You know, right. Heineken has, and a obviously, pavilion the and, uh, uh, the uh, like the TV companies obviously make money at it. Make uh, money at it, and all of the or they couldn't afford to pay as much as they do. I mean. It, does the does the the Olympic organization, whatever it's called, International Olympic, yeah. uh, they they must make money. That 
Well, they need to make money to pay because I don't think many of their people, first of all, I don't think they travel in ones and twos. No. <laughs> and I don't think they stay at the YMCA. No. <laughs> I don't think they travel by, uh, you know, uh, the Horse lowest possible. Buggy. No. Yeah. So they obviously live pretty high off the hog. I don't yeah. think they go back home for a bowl of noodles every evening either. I know. But, uh, no, and then, of course, whenever you see the uh, athletes interviewed, they'll always hold up their skis so that you can see the name right. of the manufacturer. And so it's a pretty well, commercial. Well, that, that's not specific to the Olympics, though. No. It's, uh, any any of those downhill or, or skiing events, those guys have their sponsors. That, that mm-hmm. That's how, that's their livelihood. That's I don't have a problem with them promoting their sponsors. But, but you know what? This makes me think of, of something. Here we are in the world today where we are so closely connected through the internet, through television, through whatever. We're all, we're all living in the same time, almost in the same space. And here we are talking about the Winter Olympics. And we're talking about weather. And we're talking about the money that's all sort of flowing around the Olympic Games. And at the very same time, you go down to Haiti. Mm-hmm. And we've got, we don't even know the number. Mm-hmm. Is it 50,000 people dead? Is mm-hmm. it 100,000 people dead? How many people who have nothing to eat, have no water? Uh, the, it Apparently, it seems as if there's marauding gangs and total disorder down sure, there. And, and dead bodies everywhere. Dead bodies and, and injured I'm people. And yeah, I mean, it's unbelievable. Uh, I mean, I think it was pretty bad before the earthquake. So right. since the earthquake, because uh, I think last year they had some kind of serious they flooding had a big or tsunami or a, tsunami or something yeah, happened yeah. last year, so that they're still trying to recuperate from, and uh, then this happens. Now, I mean, I guess because of the whole interconnectedness of everything, the uh, international response has been pretty. But again, it's, it's it's such a, a, a rapid response, and and so you have this uh, this sudden arrival of uh, all kinds of airplanes and boats and uh, hospitals, and of course the UN is there, mm-hmm. and there's all kinds of apparently regulations. You can't have a military hospital because it's a peacekeeping thing. Well, what does it matter mm-hmm. if a person's dying on the street? He just wants access to medical care. Well, yeah, I was reading an article where some of the aid organizations were complaining that uh, there's no efficient way of of getting the aid out to people people are dying even though the, the aid is there people are there ready mm-hmm. to give it and the, the problem is you've got the americans there you've got the un there they're pretending that they're operating on orders of the haitian government which is essentially non-existent, non-existent. if it ever was existent. so nobody's really stepping forward and, and taking charge which which then makes things not not work smoothly. These people were saying that the the U.S. should just take but care. Not the, that they're Americans, right. but they were saying they're right. the ones that can make it happen. They should just make it happen, and the U.N.'s not going to do it. And, but the difficulty there is, and I saw some complaints uh, that uh, I think the French were complaining that their aid planes weren't coming in, and the Americans, having taken over the airport, were giving, pri- giving priority to the American planes, and that insofar as evacuating c- citizens, the Americans had taken over the airport with a single landing strip, and that they were giving priority to their own citizens, which is kind of almost hard not to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if the French, say, we're talking about the French here, or the Russians, or the English, or anyone had taken over the airport, they probably would give priority to their own to their own citizens. So it, it raises a lot of difficult questions. Well, you know, I mean, I guess you would. I mean, you shouldn't. You're not, you shouldn't. It's not your airstrip. You're just <clears throat> coming in to manage it. I know, but yeah. it's easier to lean on someone, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that, that you know, where right. you have connections mm-hmm. and so forth and so on. And, 
So uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's quite a mess, uh, quite a mess. And then you read about, I mean, the people are are upset. The Haitians are upset. They're demonstrating in the streets and uh, and creating barricades and stuff. And yet the planes and the boats are not being unloaded. I mean, why don't they go off and help unload and mm-hmm. and carry each person carry? Of course, <laughs> a poor person that grabbed the first bit of supply from a, from an airplane probably wouldn't get very far mm-hmm. before he would be. Uh, have well, yeah, I must know. say, I, I never quite understand the people protesting in the streets when there's been a disaster. Like, I think the same thing happened in New Orleans mm-hmm. uh, when they had that disaster. Like, people are trying to help. Right. Nobody owes you I mean, anything, really. Right. I mean, these are these are other countries coming in to help you. Right. Just appreciate whatever they can do for exactly. you. How can you possibly be protesting? Yeah. I mean, at a certain it's level, you have to look after yourself. Exactly. And these and people are coming to help you. Wow, is that ever great? And, and yeah, there will be uh, problems and imperfections. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you, you think a group of angels have arrived that <laughs> right. all operate perfectly like, like <laughs> yeah. robots? Right. Uh, the other thing, if you're talking about that, is if the same magnitude of earthquake had happened just about anywhere else, there might have been 5,000 people killed. Yeah, well, Exactly. So, so to some extent, the people there have to take responsibility. Now, mm-hmm. it's not the fault of the poor person that they've been governed by corrupt, uh, you right. know, people over the many, many years. But I understand too that um, that the colonial buildings built by the Spaniards—I mm-hmm. haven't confirmed this, but I heard on Russian radio where I was listening—that those buildings are still intact, hmm. and that there are other. It was a seven point two on the Richter scale, and there have been other places mm-hmm. where they had an earthquake mm-hmm. of seven point two on the Richter scale, mm-hmm. and there was no nowhere near the. Uh, but then they showed, like, the government buildings collapsed. Presumably those were built by... No, the, no, those uh, are more recent. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Those they showed some old cathedral that collapsed that looked like it was... Oh, well, maybe. Old. So then I can't... As I say, I, I can't mean, I, I don't know. What I did, I did read that, I mean, uh, Haiti is, is one half of the island of right. Hispaniola, and right. the other half being Dominican Republic, where the standard of living is, I don't know what, ten times right. what it is in Haiti. So it suggests that they have been doing a lot of things wrong there over the years. <laughs> well, that's right. No, that's not fair then to sort of to visit the sins of of all the previous governments on the the people who are there right now. Oh, no, absolutely not. And there must have been some shocks felt in the Dominican Republic. But mm-hmm. I was reading actually in the paper today, uh, comparing the two places. Mm-hmm. And one of the things is that uh, in in the history, of course, Haiti was a. Uh, they revolted against the French crown. Mm-hmm. And, of course, there was a pretty severe uh, sort of plantation economy there. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, there was a, a lot of resentment on the part of the, the black, you know, African slaves. Mm-hmm. And so they wanted, they basically got rid of their Europeans. Mm-hmm. Whereas uh, Dominican Republic remained a Spanish colony for longer, and they actually opened themselves up to immigration. So mm-hmm. they had people there from different countries, you know, whether it be from Europe or from, I gather there's Koreans and Japanese and people from the Middle East. And mm-hmm. so it's more of a mixed mm-hmm. community there. Mm-hmm. Whereas you almost have the impression that in Haiti, more than anywhere else in the in the Western Hemisphere, you've got some kind of a pseudo-voodoo, mm-hmm. uh, you know, almost, a, you know, anti-modern mm-hmm. culture going there. Mm-hmm. I know nothing about the place. I know mm-hmm. I, I know no one from Haiti, <laughs> right. so I can't say, but from what I read, yeah. Uh, not a very constructive uh, 
you know, environment. No. It seems. No, obviously not. I mean, they don't have much going in the way of I mean, they got, Apparently, there's 2 million Haitians living in the States. Mm-hmm. There's 100,000, I know, in, in just in Montreal. Mm-hmm. So there is quite a diaspora mm-hmm. of people. But I don't know if those people eventually go back and mm-hmm. try and improve things there. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's tough when there sounds like nobody's in control, not just now during the earthquake, but most of the time. It's right. uh, pretty lawless there. And, uh, pretty tough probably to get things done and turn things around. You, you, you wonder whether something like this couldn't be used to help turn things around, but I guess it's centered on Portal Prince, which I don't know how many people live there. but uh, Nobody knows probably. Nobody knows probably. It sure is uh, built up. I mean, I, I don't know how big the uh, <laughs> Haiti is, but do you picture a Caribbean tropical island, but there's not much in the way of trees that uh, and, and uh, well, apparently that you see in these on the pictures. No, apparently I was reading that uh, that Dominican Republic, uh, which is two thirds of the island, has mm-hmm. a better climate, mm-hmm. more rainfall. I saw that too. Yeah. yeah, so so it's not an ideal, uh, mm-hmm. not an ideal environment. Is it likely that as a result of this terrible disaster, they'll suddenly be able to sort of sort things out? I I, I tend to believe that the uh, reconstruction will take a long, long time. I mm-hmm. think it's pretty pretty desperate there. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But we're all vulnerable. I mean, uh, we could have an earthquake here in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had this terrible or that ter- terrible earthquake in China. Mm-hmm. But I mean, China is a much more has greater means, is a much mm-hmm. better organized society. Right. Uh, still, there was a tremendous uh, loss of life there, mm-hmm. and there were also similar issues of uh, substandard buildings. Right, and I think in China, I think there's a greater likelihood that, uh, and maybe you know, in Haiti, they'll start building a better quality of, of, mm-hmm. of building. But there's no economy in Haiti. Mm-hmm. In China, there's an economy. There's right. wealth. There's money. Yeah. There's uh, uh, educated people. Mm-hmm. Uh, a greater number of them mm-hmm. than in Haiti. So yeah. I don't know what the future holds for Haiti. No, pretty pretty tough. And there's a, and there are a lot of people there. Yeah. Nine million people in Haiti. Wow, uh, on a basically uh, <laughs> very poor. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. Amazing. It's amazing. So I think they're they <laughs> they still have a few issues to uh, sort I mean, out it, that they, even once reconstruction gets going. And yeah, I mean, it is extraordinary that that the world can respond in this way to a disaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you would say, well, it would be great if the world could respond then on an ongoing basis to help places like Haiti. But then you say, okay, but there's a lot of places like Haiti. Mm-hmm. And the record in Africa, for example, if we look at places that have developed, China has gone from being very poor to having probably the highest rate of economic growth in the world. They mm-hmm. didn't do it through foreign aid. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, you know India is now developing now they've received a lot of foreign aid but I don't think the development there has been you know based on how much foreign aid they're getting mm-hmm. Africa's got a lot of foreign aid and hasn't done very much with it mm-hmm. so I mean I, I don't think there's any normal thinking person in the world that wouldn't want all of the poor countries in the world to be better right better off that people have a decent living there that that those Countries can operate and function properly with economies and jobs and proper health systems and education systems and so forth. The question is, how do you achieve it? Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure that massive foreign aid. Yeah, I, I don't is, think is that's the way. proven to be the way. But uh, what's also true is that we're unlikely to solve it here on the English Link podcast. This is true. 
This so is we, true. We don't solve much here. No. <laughs> <laughs> but we're happy to hear any any of your thoughts on this issue. Uh, we're going to end things here. But uh, what are your thoughts on Haiti or uh, developing nations or really anything else that comes to mind? We're always happy to uh, hear from our listeners. Well, one thing I was going to add, that the people going to Haiti have to learn how to speak Creole. One day we should maybe have Creole on link. That's a good idea. We'll get to work on that. Any of you Creole speakers, get in contact with us. Okay. Bye-bye for now. Bye for now.